I try to explore what I feel is uncharted territory. For example, work. Welcome to Working 2050. Octavia Robinson's office space is small, but it's hard to notice. The plants in the windows disguise that there's barely room for the couch where I sit for a meeting. It's black, it's got a low back, and it's good for laying down. My name is Octavia Robinson, and I am a limerence therapist. Limerence, for those who haven't heard the clinical term before, is often described as disordered or disruptive intense passion. My practice is based on self-actualization entertainment. She creates television, music, and other types of media that is designed to help a person address or improve a cluster of behaviors. Usually what happens is a couple will come in with the goal of working on unhealthy patterns and dynamics in the relationship. And, and they'll have the time and the energy to put in two, three hours a week on this. And they've also reached a level in their individual self-reflection and healing practice where this can be a priority. So we'll watch the trailer together, um, describe their goals, and then over the course of about three months, they commit to watching each episode, working through the personal reflection questions and group discussion guide on their own. In order to build a healthy, resilient relationship, you have to put the same amount of intention and reflection you put into your personal self-care into your relationships with others. I think that sentiment is generally accepted, um, especially when it comes to the horrors and, say, your relationship with other co-op members or your family. As a note for international listeners, the horrors refers to a massive wave of political and ecological crises across the American Union throughout the 2020s. Another place where we see the impact of that collective trauma is on romantic relationships. Uh, there's been a significant rise in obsessive romantic relationship patterns in the last 10 years, almost as significant of a rise as the lack of romantic attachments happening in the pre-horror world. Limerence, also uh, sometimes called romantic obsession, especially when it comes to romantic love, isn't innately bad, right? What's most important to understand about limerence is that it is based on a false idea, an idealized version of a person that doesn't necessarily have much basis in reality. Getting people to acknowledge the gap between reality and their expectations is a part of uh, practicing therapy that I actually really enjoy. You're someone, as you mentioned, who came of age during the horrors. So I'm interested if you have ever struggled with limerence in your romantic life. That is an interesting question. Um, a part of my interest in limerence comes uh, from not necessarily feeling equipped to be a therapist, tackling collective healing or resilience uh, from the horrors full on in my practice with clients. When I started training for this work, I found myself exploring a lot of different adjacent paths to addressing the horrors themselves. In grad school, I wrote a resilience course, but it was all about black women and femme people, uh, a part of the migration to the moon, more of an oral history project. It was a, uh, an extremely graduate student show. Uh, my parents died when I was six, during the LA earthquake of 2028. My older brother, who was 15, died with them. Uh, the earth earthquake wasn't the, uh, it wasn't the big one in 2031, but it happened after a lot of uh, infrastructure from the pre-horrors was still gone. So I spent a year in a facility there, and if I had, honestly, if I had been even a little bit older, I would have been there when Amazon purchased the state. <sighs> I don't know what would have happened to me then. 
Um, but since I was only four or five, they finally were able to get in touch with my cousin who lived in Chicago, and I ended up moving out there with, uh, with him uh, at his co-op a few years later. The idea of limerence, um, of obsession with the idea of a person that doesn't exist, is uh, something I think about a lot with my parents and my older brother. I thought about them constantly, especially when I lived with my uncle. Um, if I got sanitation duty two nights in a row, I'd think about how this could never happen if it happened to my, uh, if, if my parents were still alive. Or when I lived in a facility, when they uh, blocked the doors, I would think how... Anyway, everyone has stories like these. Uh, I'm excited about the focus on individual mental health, specifically resilience, that we see right now, even though it comes from great pain. As a world, we have so much collective trauma from the horrors uh, that affect every part of how we relate to each other and ourselves. But behind every obsession with a false idea and relationship, every story about pain, is a chance uh, for that connection. <laughs>